Welcome to Crips to Coast. We're two sisters, Noelle and Alexandra, and best friends. Living on opposite coasts, discussing life, pregnancy, parenthood, and everything in between. Because who better to share everything with than your sister? sister. <laughs> <laughs> so you want to hear what I got my child for Valentine's Day? Yes, I do. I got her two dinosaurs, like little plastic dinosaurs that are like this big um, from the Dollar Tree. Um, I got her um, glitter glue pens, instant hit. She already used almost all of the glue in the glue stick. Like, so glue fun. like absolutely, it might be a one-time use gift with how much she put on. That was fun. I got her um, from the Target dollar spot. I got her like eight little like wooden people of like different like jobs and things like that. Um, and just like various people, um, which I thought would be fun for like the farm that she has and her school bus or whatever. Uh, and then I got her um, the safari tubes. Oh, she yeah. loves like all the little animals. So I got her sea creatures. Um, okay, should we start? Should we, we should start. In? We should start. Yeah. Happy week two. Happy week two. Um, I already have something in mind for week three. Really excited um, for my week three theme idea. Um, but I know I'm jumping ahead and I, there's a reason I'm saving it. So stay tuned for next week. For, wow. It. What a, what a, a tease, a teaser of next right week. Off the, right off the bat it. too. Like you don't even know what episode two is going to bring, know, but two I already- hasn't started and here we are talking about week three. Um, okay. So uh, how was your week? Week was fine. We have school vacation next week, which um, as any teacher knows, it is a countdown to that. So um, yeah, week was fine overall. Um, you know, I, I, I got nothing. I work. I'm really not, not that I don't love what I do. I just, I do not love being a working parent. Yes. That's, and we're two years into this pandemic and you're a teacher. <laughs> Yeah, you're th- literally year three of teaching during a pandemic because we, we count year one and remote teaching because there is nothing like that. That's true. Um, and you went away this weekend for the second oh, d- time yes, ever? For the third time, I think. I think it's the third time. Um, but yeah, third time ever, really. Um, so yeah, we got to go away this weekend. Uh, you know, nah, as she's affectionately known in our house or grandma. Um watched Hazel for the whole weekend and um or not the whole weekend one night good enough (laughs) like totally fine like she shooed us out of here we got to go relax um we looked for a nice hotel and I've never stayed in a nice hotel It it was nice um and yeah like ballet came out like to our car to like check us in like we didn't even have to like get out I was like well fancy wow I feel like um every, you know Jeremy and I we always talk about like priorities when we have kids and we're like getting away and date nights is like our number one priority definitely and then we talk to anyone who has children and they're like yeah we've been out of the house once in three years and it's just so interesting like us being like we're going to make sure we make time and we do this. I would stuff. love to come back to this conversation. In a year. I don't want to, I don't want to jinx it or curse you or anything, but we're like, we're going to have five babysitters on rotation. And you know, then we talk to our sisters and we're like, Oh wait, it's hard. And we have babysitters. Like we're really lucky. We have babysitters. Like both grandparents are pretty willing and able, you know, do it. Um, we have my sister-in-law who always loves to watch Hazel too. Um, it's just like, you know, you get in a groove and 
all of a sudden it's, you know, you plan something in January, you're like, we should get away. And all of a sudden it's April and you're like, we really should get away. <laughs> um, so. Okay. so you have a week three, that's exciting. But what about week two? What's your question for week two? So with school vacation next week and the fact that we are, you know, home and we can be consistent with this, I think the Passy Ferry is coming to visit this weekend. I don't think it's going to be Friday, but so I did all the good things that I was supposed to do. I bought, I got a book out of the library. Pacifiers are not forever, um, which she loves great. Um, (laughs) except she was under the impression that only the broken pacifiers were the ones that the Passy Fairy was taking. Um, and it wasn't like all of them. And so now her new thing is no Passy, no Passy Fairy. No, this one, not broken. Oh, it is very that's... busted. <laughs> it is very busted. And she loves her pacifier. She's a kid that like really that. loves so them. Scott has, unbeknownst to me right away, he actually threw away all the other busted ones. Um, and so she's only down, she only has one left. Um, oh, wow. So this is the final pacifier. This is, this is, this is it. One. This is the, like, there's not like a, a bunch to collect around the house. It is the one. Oh, man. Oh. So, so we talked about that and then um so I actually just put her down for bed and I noticed oh her new thing too is passy fairy no take this passy stay in the in the crib this is also not what she calls her pacifier she just calls it that from the book right because um, so she, she calls just, her pacifiers ums if um right um yeah. <laughs> what, what weird child came up I, I don't know I don't I think I love when kids come up with stuff but yeah. you know they're her ums um and she, uh, she went, when I put her down to sleep, she made sure, so now the passy only stays in the crib. That's her like new thing. The pacifier won't take it if it's in the crib, I think is her thought process. So I put her down to sleep and she like placed the pacifier like at the end of the crib and didn't fall asleep with it. Whoa. So do I have to have the pacifier fairy come? I mean, well, what does, okay. So you're having what is the pacifier fair is it like she gets a gift in return for the pacifier yeah so i talked this up probably a little bit too much accidentally <laughs> um so, so it's like the biggest thing's gonna happen to you in your entire life yeah i, I might have talked this up a little bit because um, the passy fairy in our house is bringing um, blue and purple balloons wow a, a chocolate cake with purple and blue frosting she was said purple at first, just purple frosting. Now she's on purple and blue. So uh, someone has to either reach out. The pacifier has to outsource that job, I think, to our favorite local bakery um, woman who bakes her birthday cakes. So hopefully she can make a passy fairy cake and on short notice. Um, yeah, so the passy fairy bring blue and purple balloons, a chocolate cake with purple frosting, and according to Hazel, quote unquote, a present it doesn't it can be anything so I said what what kind of present what do you want a present and I think what she just wants is to unwrap it got it to unwrap so so and she already has lots of friends to live in the crib with her so I don't know what the present will be but do you think she do you think she like understands like what's the pacifier fairy is do you think that you didn't even need to make a big deal she kind of just like got it from the book I think she got it from the book and the book doesn't even mention the pacifier fairy like on the last page they have like a picture of a fairy and I was like oh that's the passy fairy and I talked about knowing like what other people do mm-hmm. with like the passy fairy um it's not even like the focus of the book the pacifier the book is just like pacifiers are not forever this is what big kids do that's it like 
And so, um, yeah, I, I think she understands definitely that the pacifier fairy is coming, um, but she's not uh, amused by her arrival. Got it, man. That's so, ex- what a big step. Yeah. So, I mean, my question is, A, what's the present that I get her? And B, do I really have to have this pacifier fairy come and ruin my sleep? I think you have to have the pacifier fairy come if only just for uh, the the picture of the next day, <laughs> <laughs> which I know is horrible to say, but yeah, absolutely. That's so cute. I assume you're Venmoing me coffee for that day. Yeah, I'll Venmo you for your pacifier fairy. Um, do you think she's going to... Um, like regress sleep-wise or do you think she'll be fine? I mean, the what I just saw, she doesn't need it to sleep. So maybe she'll be fine. This is honestly why I waited too, because we got to the real middle point of like, you can't take it away from a one and a half year old because that's just terror in my mind. And then like two year olds old was like, can't rational, like rationalize it with a two year old. So two and a half though, real. She gets it. Um, I think your present should be, does she have a favorite uh, stuffed animal or like, like, um, thing that she watches, like something to go in her crib with her. Yeah. So I thought of the pacifier. Like a Mirabelle from Encanto, um, Ooh. doll. That was one. Um, she, her, she, her interest for shows right now is interesting. Um, but <laughs> She likes the Great British Bake Off, if I'm not mistaken. (laughs) The other one one is called The Wizard of Paws, P-A-W-S. Cute. It's on Disney Plus, and it is about a man in Virginia who makes prosthetics for animals who have limb differences. (laughs) She wants bad leg, new legs. Horsey runs fast. Oh my gosh. So it's the show is, our house is affectionately called Puppies, um, where she wants to just watch puppies. The problem is this also only has eight episodes. I've watched the series mm, six, seven, eight, nine, ten times. I'm not sure. What a um, beautiful show to show a child. So we talk about limb differences and how some people need help um, with, you know, different things to help us get around and move around. So it's not bad. It's a great show. I just didn't want to watch it 10 times. <laughs> so you can get her like a, an animal or something. Get her. She loves animals, loves animals. Um, so no, I, I guess Elmo and Cookie Monster are big right now too, but we don't want Sesame Street. So at least not right now. Well, I think your answer is yes to the pacifier fairy, get her something fun to take into her crib and good luck. <laughs> and I'll, On I'll week three. You. Yeah, everyone stay tuned for week three, the episode we're talking about, because we're going to find out how the pacifier went. Now, now I'm going to have accountability. Now I really should I know, really Now ask. you have to do it because if not, people will be like, well, she didn't do it. I know. Yeah, I guess I can't check it out now. All right, I'll reach out to the cake it's lady. Like, yeah, it's like- uh, There's next- no chocolate cake with purple frosting. I just don't think she can come. <laughs> I, I also just think of this as like when people are like, yeah, we're going to start potty training. And then you're like, didn't you say that six months ago? <laughs> that's, that's not this, that's yeah. not this season's problem. <laughs> the season's a past fair. Thank you okay. for that podcast when that happens. So mine is, my question of the week is, how do you know what classes, so we're preg- or I'm going to start over. So my question of the week is, <laughs> we... I'm pregnant and I congratulations like, thank you uh I don't know what classes to take and I don't my hospital offers like the 
normal have a baby class, which is six hours on Zoom. Unfortunately, it's not in person. And oh, they used to offer that. like a lot of other classes, but they don't because of the pandemic. And I know that you took the Bradley method class, which I didn't even hear about until I didn't even know that was a thing because no one told me about it until I talked to you last week. Um, and yeah. I just want to know, how do you even know like what classes to take and, and where to look and, and all of that? So what were the other classes that your hospital would have offered if it wasn't, you know, this well, panini? Right. There's, <laughs> there's um, the, there was a child class, like a baby class, like learn how to like swaddle a baby essentially. Yep. Yep. That's a really to- good one for like, for partners. Yes. So I, I found a place in Los Angeles that does in-person classes that I'm so excited to go to because it's in-person. So we signed up for all of their classes. So there's a breathing class, there's this newborn class, there's a CPR class. Um, but I, I guess I kind of just like went with like, oh, they're in person. It looks really cute. They eventually have mommy and me classes. But well, that's a nice setup. Yeah. Too, I guess. yeah. So we were really so excited. Us- and I know, and I know like for the ba- the newborn class, like I don't really need to take, like I've, I've watched <laughs> enough newborns. I know how they work, but like for Jeremy, I really wanted him to take it. And so I'm taking it with him and I'm, I want to make and sure. It builds confidence. It. I think too, like there's like a knowledge base that right. he'll, he'll feel confident going into it. He won't be well-rested, but he'll be confident. Right. Exactly. And like, you know, obviously CPR, but I guess how yeah. did you pick Bradley method versus a other class? Yeah. So ours, I forget what week of my pregnancy it was, but um, I saw midwives. So I saw like a team of midwives um, because that was more, that was important to me um, going into the process. And then one, I forget probably like, yeah, probably around like where you're at, like week 20 or so um, they asked me what classes I was going to do for childbirth class. And they, they talked about um, because I technically wasn't planning to deliver at the hospital. I was planning to deliver at the birth center doing the hospital one didn't make sense because we wouldn't have seen the room. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I mean, I ended up giving birth at the hospital. So spoiler alert. Um, but I didn't need a tour of like the one room I stayed in. So whatever. Um, and so they gave me a handout of different types. So like other popular ones like Lamas, like the right I've like, seen that in the movies yeah 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 <laughs> like I guess that's still a thing so Lamas is like one type of birthing class so that's I mean that's the one I guess everyone has heard of mm-hmm. um but it's not the only type so there were other types on there um and so the other one that was interesting to me was hypnobirthing yeah that looked um, cool too yeah and I now that I'm on the other side of it um I know a few like um, women and doulas who do hip, like who do the hypnobirthing classes and who have done it for pregnancy. I'm like, okay, like maybe like baby number two, if that, that happens, like we might, I might like do that as well. Cause if I already have the Bradley method under my belt, then it'd be cool to have like another technique. Um, but the Bradley method was most important to me because I wanted an unmedicated birth. Mm-hmm. Um, and so to me, like that was a really top priority for my birth plan. Um, which I would say was like 97% successful, 95%. I feel like successful. you had a very successful unmedicated birth. I, well, I mean, yeah. So, I mean, I did get um, intervention. I did get Pitocin. Um, so like, that was one thing I was hoping to avoid. And I did um, have to, I had to use the laughing gas, right. which did not make me laugh. Misnomer. <laughs> um, but But like, so here's the thing. I also want an unmedicated birth. That's part of my birth plan. And I'm, I'm flexible, whatever happens ultimately 
I'm fine with that, but I think, or I'm not fine with it, but you know, I'm like, I'm open to obviously various things happen. My plan right now is that, but no one has even talked to me about like, oh, if you want an unmedicated birth, you should take a breathing class. And I think that's absolutely crazy because at this point, all the, the class that I would have taken, I looked up the Bradley method after I talked to you, like I missed the, I missed the window. Essentially the next one starts and I will have given birth halfway through the class. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. Trying to find someone that was a hard thing was really trying to find someone. Cause not many people do it. Yeah. Um, I think it was like two total people. And we just lucked out that it was someone up by my work. Um, it was such a pain to get to, um, on Tuesday nights in rush hour traffic. Like it was, but, and it was 12 weeks. It was 24 total hours. Yeah. It's a, like, that's a long time too. It's a big commitment and you want your partner there the entire time. And for like two pe- working people to make a commitment is all, for that is also hard. So part of me is just like, I'll just go in and wing it, but I don't know if that, <laughs> how well winging it is going to go. Yeah. I like the Bradley method too. Cause it's actually, I mean, it's an outdated term, but it's like husband coaching, I guess, mm-hmm. husband birth coaching or something like that. Um, essentially just like partner. Yeah. Um, You're in it together. Um, yeah, exactly. And so like Scott was in it I mean and he took it and ran with it he ran he read Ina Gardens I hope that's not the cook I hope I have the right person Ina Gardens like the, childbirth yeah I'm reading the right, right person yeah I forget her name yeah Gaskin, Gard- one of them's no. a cook and one of them did birth babies I don't know Ina, yeah <laughs> I know so. I have it on my nightstand right now <laughs> Scott read it I didn't even read it Scott read it cover to cover like yeah, I guess I just wish that I knew about it sooner or like someone in my hospital was like, you know, talk to me about my preferences early. Cause they still, I kind of asked them at my last appointment. I was like, Hey, when do you want to know my birth preferences? They're like third trimester. But at that point it's way too late to like prepare for that. Yeah. And I, you're like, you know, you're just about halfway, just over halfway. I think I'm over. Yeah. I'm 23. Yeah. Yeah. I think now's the great time to do that. I know, um, but I missed it. And <laughs> it's the problem. Is I know. I, I can send my books. I can bring my books with me for okay. in April. Uh, I don't know how it, you can do your own self-paced uh, one, but yeah, that's, that's, I mean, it's disappointing for that one, but there are other plenty of other ones. I think hypnobirthing, I think you'd be a prime candidate for hypnobirthing. I love the idea of that. Um, but yeah, so we're, we're taking just regular baby classes and like a birthing class but like nothing like kind of that caters to what I want. And I was just wondering, like, without having your provider provide that information for you, there's really, there's just so much information out there. How are you even supposed to know what to do or have a big sister that you text and you're like, Hey, Instagram, um, there's a woman I follow that does like polls on Saturdays. And like one question from the group was like, how many of you got an epidural? 75% of women got an epidural. And I was like, okay, well then like the rest of us, there's not as many resources because people just expect you to get an epidural. Yeah. That's the problem I face. Like people were just like, why wouldn't you get the drugs? And I was like, well, it wasn't, it wasn't important to me or a value of mine. The value was having an unmedicated birth. So, right. And I think all births, you know, I'm, I'm glad that we're using the language unmedicated birth versus I think, you know, natural, every birth is natural. Every birth is great. The way that you did it, do it is perfect for you but I just think like people should have options yes exactly and yeah I I agree like however your baby comes to you whether it's through pregnancy surrogacy etc but right if you have if you have once you're in it what are your options and I think that honoring and valuing that as long as it's 
you know, not against me- medical advice. Um, is an important <laughs> one. Well, the other thing that I think is so crazy is I, you live in Massachusetts. I live in Los Angeles. Like I live in this like bougie city where I should have so many weird things. Of like, You should have a lot of holistic options well, available. And, and I do. And, you know, I was looking at a birth center, but it was like so birth center. Like it was like not attached to a hospital. And like it was it was one of those places where my husband didn't feel safe going there and like I just I was expecting like more kind of in the middle options like (laughs) you had a birthing center that was attached to your hospital right it's on the grounds of a hospital so if anything had gone quote-unquote wrong while I was there um, I would have been on a stretcher or a wheelchair outside in the (laughs) elements uh going going across the hospital but it's a short it was a short yeah distance I guess but cool well um what what's your what is it highlight of the week what are we saying what we're loving this week yeah what are you loving this week um so i what i I hope i remember what i did last week but i know what i love this week it's wordle did i do this last week uh you did wordle last week (laughs) shoot i still love wordle i also love wordle this is this is embarrassing i hope i love something else this week (laughs) oh i know oh my gosh so i love like I love a cheesy tv show the things I love about tv are 20 minutes it comes 30 minutes it comes whatever like primetime sitcoms and I'm, I'm a sucker for the hallmark movies with the holidays and Netflix has nailed it with sweet magnolias it is <laughs> the most saccharine cheesiest show and it just hits all the right notes for me the best part is Scott every time he comes into the room we'll make fun of the name I can't repeat the names if we're not going to mark this explicit. So I will just skip that part of it. Um, but you know, Scott, so you know yes. all the crude things he could come up with. Well, the best part is he's walked through the room so many times while I'm watching it, he's invested and he's just like slowed down every time. And now he just is full on invested in the show. And that's what we did on our night away is we watched two episodes of Sweet Magnolias while playing cribbage. Oh, um, that's so, so nice. He's, season two just came out so I am very invested in Sweet Magnolias season two that's great I have not yeah, what are you I, I honestly oh, hadn't heard about it except for you I love the weirdest most <laughs> wonderful shows I have my my recommendations are good as gold and you would you know that yeah um what are you loving this week what's exciting or um enthralling you I mean I don't even know. I can't even think about it. What about, what about something, anything new happened today? Well, I don't know if I can talk about it. Oh man. I know. Too bad. <laughs> Cause I can't be like, Oh, I started a new job. Okay. Yeah. I'll say it. Okay. So what I a new ex- job? Yeah, I can say it. I started a new job today, which I'm very excited about. I've been working on a project for two years and which is just the, so much time. And today I got to start my first day of work on it, like paid work, which is very exciting. If you've ever, if you know anything about TV development, it takes a long time and a lot of the development aspect of it is unpaid. So I'm so happy to um, have started work. But today I had to do like all the like training videos and stuff, um, (laughs) which I forgot how like bad I am at just email. Like, (laughs) how do I set this up? How do what I make is my name? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a lot of paperwork today, but it was, so that's super exciting. I'm like, I can't wait. 
And in two years from now, I'll let everyone know what it is. (laughs) (laughs) That's about as fast as, uh, as Hollywood goes sometimes. Yeah, no, I think, I think in general, just starting the new job for you was an exciting, exciting thing. Yeah. It's we're, we're very excited. Well, wonderful. All right. Well, welcome. Uh, and well, not welcome. Goodbye from our <laughs> still unnamed podcast. Um, but by the time this releases, I bet we'll have a really clever name and we can delete this outro. We can delete this outro at the end where we'll be like, goodbye from, and I'll just enter. And that's where we hoped we would come up with a name. Uh-